Good morning, UselessFloorDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Dan Martin, the CEO with Express Global Systems. Dan, how you doing? I'm doing well. Great to be here today. Let's talk about who you are first, and then we'll get to Express Global Systems. You're CEO. We've been there about five months, and your background is mostly supply chain logistics. You've worked at IFCO and at CHEP, and many of your jobs have been related to transportation, right? Yeah, that's spot on. I've been in logistics since... 1989. Mm-hmm. And Express Global Systems, an LTL carrier that's focused on transporting floor covering. Tell us a little bit more about it. We call it XGS these days. Our business model is built around supply chain operations of the independent floor network. So we specialize with specialized equipment, facilities in our network on really carrying out on behalf of our flooring customers. Mm-hmm. So all the large guys use us. We have Roughly 40 locations in the network now with their new acquisitions, and we provide some supply chain technologies to help make sure we have accurate data and just-in-time information for our customers. Yeah, we're the big, biggest independent in the industry. So it's national coverage, too. So you can you, you have trucks that leave every day out of this location that goes all points nationwide, right? Yeah, we, we've got somewhat of a hub-and-spoke. We have a flat flagship network, which means we've got six large sub-facilities that all get bumped out of our flagship here mm-hmm. right around the Dalton area. Ours is in Tunnel Hill. Yeah. So, yeah, we distribute everything for, you know, the Dalton floor covering market from, from Tunnel Hill. And you said you service some of the big guys. Not only do you have freight from some of the biggest brands from a supply side, but you also have some contracts and traffic with some of the big retailers as well, right? We do. Our, our trucks usually leave and, and drop off at some of the biggest big box carriers, each truck probably four or five times a day. So we're touching about 4,000 retailers almost every single day. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons I wanted to talk to you, obviously, supply chain has been a topic that everybody's been thinking about because freight costs have just gone through the roof. Give us your perspective on that. Yeah, I didn't see this coming. You know, I'd like to say we're all surprised, but it's really a demand-supply issue everybody knows, and especially in industries that have refined their supply chain so much, and ours is no different. You build lean technology, and you introduce a lot of software to be more lean and more efficient, and that very nature of those refined logistics networks, you know, made it teeter on the brink of disaster when the economy shifted about 18 months, two years ago. So it shouldn't be a, a huge surprise, but ours was no different on the recovery end of that. You know, there's a lot of elements that we're all dealing with, both on the fleet side, location side, driver side, as I'm sure you all know. Yeah. When do you think this will stabilize and settle down? And, and, and le- I mean, it's probably going to be still a little inflated, but perhaps not as up and down. You know, all of the customers, you know, we do a pretty rigorous SNOP sales operations planning with our customers. Mm-hmm. And it really looks to be almost another year. They're all projecting another eight months to a year of this kind of steady, high-paced volume. So, I hope they're right, and I hope it continues beyond that. Actually, the downside is what you don't want. You you want <laughs> demand to exceed supply, don't you? That's good. Good That's for true. business. Yeah. You just hit the nail on the head, and it's it's about predicting how much demand you can support in, in the process. So we've been pretty fortunate on the driver side. We've really ramped up our forces and our fleet. We've been probably on the cutting edge of that. But like you said, 
you know, you don't want to build a network for something that eventually falls apart. So if you go back and look at XGS's history, it actually was a spinoff or started by U.S. Express, right? Yeah, about 30 years ago, we were part of uh, U.S. Express, and a small portion of that business still exists, which is really the foreign component, but there was a whole other portion of the fleet and air freight that no longer exists. So you've been doing some acquisitions lately. You've bought both Delta and Seven Hills. Talk about that, if you would. Yeah, we have uh, significant investments across all aspects of the business, Mm -hmm. technology, people, and we've been investing in our network as of the last several months. And like you said, we acquired Seven Hills Transportation right here in Cartersville and Delta Distribution about 30 days later, both tremendous players in the market with a great reputation for customer service. It really is about expanding our capabilities and our network and Mm -hmm. showing up a couple of regions in the market that we need to support. I can't think of a better time to add to your network, add to your resources, improve your fleet, and keep growing you know, with the industry. So a lot of efficiencies to be gained. So you were brought on five months ago to grow this business, correct? Yeah. There's a lot of work to be done both in protecting and improving our service levels as well as finding a double-digit growth and keeping it going. So that's the goal and that's the focus over the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. What, What separates you from your competition, do you think? We're pretty fortunate in that, you know, we're the largest by quite a bit. It affords us the ability to have a nationwide presence. We can operate in about 92% of all the, the zip codes in, in the U.S. market, and we distribute pretty efficiently across that network. So I think it's, it's our breadth and our scale uh-huh. in our network. Yeah. But as of late, we've invested about $6 million in technologies that are really going to help us be more efficient and more data-driven, especially with our interacting flows with our customers. So... I think it's those two key elements, and it's going to hopefully help us continue to grow. You know, I saw some of your leadership team at an event you had at Surfaces in Las Vegas, and you've added some key personnel, so you've been building up your infrastructure, haven't you? Yeah, I don't know how you can grow your business without great talent, and uh, we've put in place a great talent development program, which we've never had, but also, yeah, bringing in some new and innovative talent that helps balance in this industry. You have to know your history, and you've got to know people who understand the carpet business, but bringing in a little disruptive innovation from time to time is is only going to help us. And and we've brought in a lot of people with uh, Black Belt, Six Sigma backgrounds, really to help us improve. So Mm -hmm. really excited to have that team on board and more to come. All right, Dan. So thanks for catching up to telling our listeners a little bit more about XGS. I'm just going to be talking to Dan Martin, the CEO, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloridaLe.net.